Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. Black holes, the cosmos, space, and time travel, science and technology. Brought to you by theoretical physicist, futurist, popularizer of science, and world-renowned author, Professor Michio Kaku, and GCNlive.com. This is Science Fantastic. Welcome back to Science Fantastic with Professor Michio Kaku. Every week on Science Fantastic, we profile the amazing world of science. And if you want to be part of the March of Science, then why don't you give us a call? That's right. All you have to do is pick up the phone, call 612-564-8135. And when you hear the beep, leave your name. Call letters to the radio station or the website you're listening to and the city you're calling from. And hey, maybe you can access 100 radio stations and the Internet by asking that question or making that comment that's always been bothering you. And some people say to me, well, you know, I kind of feel guilty about doing this because my questions are so stupid and they're so simple-minded. I look like an idiot asking these questions. Well, just remember that years ago, there was a 16-year-old boy who also thought silly ideas and stupid kinds of questions. And he asked himself a rather dumb question, and that is, can you outrace a light beam? That's a simple question. And it took him 10 years, 10 years before he found the solution. And the answer is no, you cannot outrace a light beam because light has the ultimate velocity of the universe. Well, he was 26 years old when he finally got the solution to the problem. Who was he? Albert Einstein. And so just remember that sometimes the silliest questions are the most profound, deepest questions of all. And that discovery, of course, changed world history. From that, we've been able to launch satellites into space, GPS systems, We've been able to create atomic bombs and nuclear energy for the photoelectric effect that drives solar power, all of that from the mind of a 16-year-old boy who asked himself a simple question, can you outrace a light beam? So don't be embarrassed if you want to get on the air and ask that question. The number to call is 612-564-8135. Well, what I'd like to do today, of course, is answer some of the questions that I get. However, let's start by talking about what's in the news. Of course, UFOs and flying saucers and UAPs are still in the news. This time, there's a new angle to it all. It turns out that within the United States Pentagon, within the military establishment, there is a split. And that is a senior official of the Pentagon, Dr. Uh, David uh, Grush, has come out and stated the aliens are here. That we have not just debris from a crash flying saucer, but the intact vehicle 
And he talked about the bodies that have also been recovered by the military. And this guy is no novice to this controversy. He's not a farmer or a suburbanite who looks up in the sky and says, look, look, Martha, I see something. I see something in the sky. No, he's not like that. He's a man with many years of experience in the United States military. He works with the United States Congress, in fact as a liaison talking about the discoveries made by the United States military concerning these things and he finally could not keep his mouth shut so he went he went public he said there's been a massive cover-up yes the Congress has been more than willing to investigate what's happening with the Pentagon but the Pentagon is hiding the truth and so we now have a split because soon after uh, he made that statement, the military came out with a counter statement saying, whoa, hey, wait a minute, you're getting ahead of the game. No evidence, no conclusive evidence of any extraterrestrial contact. So we now have a split, a split not just between friends, a split not just between amateurs, no, a split within the Pentagon itself with not him, but several of his associates have also come out and said, yes, there is a cover-up. And what's behind it? Is it really real? Well, let's talk about the smoking gun. Let's talk about what the allegations are and how he backs them up. First of all, he's no stranger to the UAP controversy. Of course, he's testified before Congress before, and he works with the military and with Congress. But this time he couldn't hold back anymore. He said he had to tell the truth. And that is, first of all, that the United States has recovered debris from a crashed object, which is of not of human origin. In other words, extraterrestrial. Second of all, the military beyond that has salvaged an intact vehicle. Get this, an intact vehicle. Third, the United States military has reverse-engineered it. So a lot of the technology used by this UAP has been absorbed by the United States military. Next, this group has deliberately falsified reports to Congress, lied to the United States Congress about the extent of these visitations, and has urged its counterparts in other countries to take the same path. So this is more than just simply saying, oh, look, maybe we shouldn't investigate this. No, a deliberate cover-up by the United States military. So we have the beginning of a split, because on one hand, several senior, mainly retired, government officials have also come out and said, yes, we trust this man. Yes, what he's saying is true. Yes, there has been a cover-up, a massive cover-up, just like in the movies, dead bodies of aliens, crash debris, intact vehicles. It reads like a script from the movie Independence Day. And like I said, the Pentagon is not taking this lying down. The Pentagon is saying that this is still a matter of investigation, still a matter of investigation, but they find no concrete evidence of a visitation from an alien civilization. So what are we to make of this thing? Well, I'm a scientist. And scientists say 
Well, we don't say follow the money. That's what journalists say. Businesses say follow the data. Where does the data go? Even though you may not like the conclusion, where is the data taking us? So in other words, the smoking gun. Is there a smoking gun out there that'll settle the question right there and then? For example, if someone were to all of a sudden show a piece of alien DNA taken from an alien body or an alien chip representing their technology or an alien pencil for that matter, that would settle the debate right there. That would be the smoking gun. We would have concrete evidence Evidence that could be analyzed. Evidence that could reveal advanced technology. Do we have that? Well, hmm, no, not yet. It turns out that this person, David Grush, even though he has years of experience with the military, even though he's had liaisons with the United States Congress, basically got most of his information from speaking to other individuals who had, he says, access to these things. In other words, we do not yet have the smoking gun. So as a physicist, I would have to say that this is very intriguing, very interesting, this development, this split within the United States military, but no, no smoking gun. In other words, we have to hold off a final verdict as to whether or not we have actual debris, actual bodies from another planet. Okay, let's take a short commercial break. Once again, you are listening to Science Fantastic. Give us a call. The number is 612-564-8135. Make your name. Call letters on the radio station or the website you're listening to and the city you're calling from, and maybe you could be on Science Fantastic. Give us a call. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veteran nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. No other network provides the level of customer service we do. When it comes to radio advertising, we are your one-stop shop. And no matter how big or small your business is, we can help. Email us at advertise at GCNlive.com and an experienced advertising executive will help you take the first step towards driving more customers to your business or website. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. 
Most folks don't realize this fact. Our country is only four missed meals away from chaos, and those meals can vanish fast. In a national emergency, fragile supply chains break down and will wipe grocery store shelves clean in a matter of hours. Before this happens, there's something you should do today. Let's stock up on emergency food storage. My Patriot Supply is the company millions of American families trust for their emergency supplies. You should, too. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each kit contains delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. My Patriot Supply also sells large solar generators, gravity-powered water filtration systems, off-grid room heaters for when the power goes out, heirloom seeds, and other survival necessities. Order by 3 p.m. and your items ship the same day, fast. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com right now. Those who know what's coming, prepare before the chaos starts. MyPatriotSupply.com What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. walloffire.com Brought to you by Professor Michio Kaku. This is Science Fantastic. Welcome back to Science Fantastic with Professor Michio Kaku. Well, as I said in the previous segment, we have this enormous controversy erupting within the highest levels of the Pentagon. Senior officials, officials that have access to top secret classified documents, are now beginning to spill the beans. Some of them are saying, well, it's just like a script from the movie Independence Day. Dead alien bodies, wreckage from outer space, intact vehicles. It reads like a Hollywood movie script, except, is it real? And again, the people making these allegations are not farmers and suburbanites and housewives and homeowners. No, we're talking about senior officials in the United States Pentagon, many of them entrusted with top secret documents pertaining to these UAPs. So what was the Pentagon's response to all this? The response was not enough data, it's premature, no evidence so far. In other words, stonewalling once again. So what's the truth? Well, like I mentioned, I'm a physicist. We physicists say, follow the data. What do we have? And unfortunately, we do not have the smoking gun. We do not have alien DNA. We do not have alien metallurgy. We do not have alien chips and computers. Until they are revealed, We physicists cannot say definitely one way or the other that all of this is consistent with the laws of physics. But things have changed. The burden of proof used to be on the people who believed in UFOs and UAPs. The burden of proof was on them. Prove it. Prove that you saw something out there from another planet. Now the burden of proof has shifted. Now the military has to prove that these aren't from another planet. So the burden of proof is now on the military, given the fact that we have hours, hours of videotapes. 
we have uh, statements from the military saying that practically every single day they would see these flying objects flying over their military installations every single day. And of course, many of the military officers were hesitant. These are seasoned pilots and their jobs are on the line. They would simply keep many of these reports to themselves. And that's why Congress passed a law saying that, no, there's not going to be any penalties, any punishment, if you were to reveal your encounter with what could be a UAP. So in other words, the floodgates are beginning to open. And so more people from the inside now, not just farmers and gardeners and workers, no, people at the highest decision level, top secret clearance level within the military, they are beginning to make statements. So what do we make of it? Well, wait and see, folks. Perhaps we'll get the smoking gun. And let me say something else. Of course, AI has been in the news, and my book, uh, Quantum Supremacy, has been profiled by some of the major media outlets, and of course, it hit the New York Times bestseller list. The book, again, that I just came out with is called Quantum Supremacy, about quantum computers. Now, are we to fear this technology? Well, a recent poll taken just a few days ago showed that, well, a significant portion of the U.S. population is afraid of AI. Well, let's put this into perspective. First of all, any technology, whether it's a bow and arrow, a hammer, a saw, any technology is dual purpose. It could be used on one hand to injure people, or it can be used on the other hand to liberate us to save us time and energy, to make us more productive. A hammer, for example, can be used to kill people, but a hammer can also be used to build skyscrapers. And so we're talking about the fact that all technology is dual use. So what do we do? We pass laws. We pass laws, set up investigations to make sure that these technologies don't get out of hand. That these technologies, if they're used for warfare, for example, are controlled. Now think of media. Think of the movies. Think of comic books, for God's sake. It turns out that when they first debuted, there was a lot of controversy, especially during World War II and afterwards. When all of a sudden people began to see, well, monster movies, movies that uh, were kind of risque, uh, movies that uh, were at the very fringe of what would be considered morally acceptable. And so there were controversies, and then codes were passed. Motion picture codes, comic book codes, a series of codes were passed to make sure that this technology is used to entertain and not to deceive and to propagandize to the next generation. So what's the lesson here? The lesson here is, first of all, let's not be naive. All technologies are dual use. And the way to do them is not necessarily to ban them, but to have self-regulation. We don't need the heavy hand of politicians grandstanding about comic books or whatever. No, <laughs> we want to make sure that the comic book industry and the motion picture industry adopt self-regulations. For example, yelling fire in the middle of a crowded theater. We have freedom of speech in the United States within limits. In other words, it is illegal 
to yell fire in the middle of a crowded theater because, of course, that could hurt people. So there are limitations to freedom of speech. And the same thing applies to AI. AI has the ability to, on one hand, make you more productive, make things more efficient, faster, increase the ability to make profits for corporations. Across the board, we see all the benefits of artificial intelligence. But let's not be naive. Artificial intelligence can also deceive. And when you look at the media, the media neglects the real impact of these technologies. Most people, when they hear about artificial intelligence, hear the stories about, whoops, the robots are going to take over. Remember the movie Terminator? Terminator robots are just around the corner. Well, forget all those sensational statements. No, the robots are not about to take over anytime soon. But there is a danger there. The danger for this technology is jobs. Jobs and, of course, propaganda. That is where laws have to be passed. Not laws to pass. We're not talking about passing laws to make sure the robots don't take over. No, they're not going to take over anytime soon. We're talking about job. We're talking about laws passed to protect jobs and to make sure that the truth gets out rather than falsehoods and propaganda and racism and slander and things like that. So the technology has to be regulated and steps are now being taken within the computer industry to begin this process which I think is natural. It's the law of evolution of any technology going all the way back to the beginning of the Industrial Revolution. The technologies do have to be regulated. Technologies are dual use, and self-regulation is by far the easiest and most efficient way to regulate this whole process. And then, of course, in my book, quantum supremacy, I talk about how we may accomplish this fact. It's very difficult to self-regulate. Of course, uh, AI is going to be producing hundreds, thousands, millions of copies. How can you possibly regulate the sheer volume of output from AI? And that's where quantum computers can come in. Quantum computers do have the raw computational muscle necessary to begin the process of self-regulation. So I think the two go hand in hand. AI is mainly a question of software, programming, not hardware. We're not talking transistors. No, we're talking about codes. And so on one hand, we have the coding, the software that goes with chatbots and AI. And then on the other hand, we have the raw power of the transistors and the circuits. That's where quantum computers come in. We're talking about quantum transistors. We're talking about computing on atoms, the ultimate computer, computing on atoms. And that's what all the excitement is about. Now, we do have quantum computers already. They're being sold on the marketplace, especially in Canada, for example. But the full power of quantum computers may not be around until maybe another 10 years from now. We don't know for sure, but there's a race, a race between the Chinese, IBM, um, Google, Microsoft, and all the big boys on Wall Street. There's competition to see who's going to dominate the world economy. 
Okay, let's take a short commercial break. And afterwards, we're going to continue with answering your questions on science. Fantastic. So give us a call. The hotline number is 612-564-8135. And have your thoughts heard on 100 radio stations on the Internet across the United States. Give us a call. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. USA News Update. The special counsel's inquiry into President Biden's management of classified materials raising concerns about his cognitive acuity. So much so that Republican Rep. Claudia Tenney now wants the cabinet to explore the Constitution's 25th Amendment to remove President Biden from office following that report that described him as a sympathetic, well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. Senator Chris Murphy, a Democrat from Connecticut, dealing with backlash from saying that illegal immigrants are the people we care about most and referring to undocumented Americans. That comment went viral People calling it an oxymoron. Others saying this was Murphy admitting the Democratic Party's honest view on the issue. Corey Myers, USA News. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Wellness and self-care doesn't have to be complicated. So keep it simple and take good care of yourself with Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Our heating pads soothe pains in the neck, back, and shoulders while relaxing muscles and increasing blood circulation. Sunny Bay heating pads have always been made in the USA and hand-filled to perfection with the highest quality materials. Sunny Bay heating pads are the perfect wellness gift for loved ones or yourself. See all of our high-quality products at sunny-bay.com, including heated body pads, neck pillows, heated neck and body wraps, and our stress-reducing lavender line. They're all affordable, durable, and in stock now and ready for immediate shipping direct from sunny-bay.com. Read our trusted, authentic, and real reviews at sunny-bay.com or just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pad. To your good health and wellness from Sunny Bay. 
I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who help people that have been injured or wronged. If you've been involved in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident or injured at work, you have rights and you may be entitled to money for your suffering. Don't accept an offer you get from an insurance company until you talk to a lawyer. And we represent some of the best personal injury lawyers you can find. Tough lawyers that will fight to win your case. And they're so good they stake their reputation on it by only getting paid if you win. So if you've been in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident or hurt on the job, find out today for free what kind of compensation you may be entitled to. Call the legal helpline right now. 800-524-3810-800-524-3810-800-524-3810. That's 800-524-3810. Science Fantastic. Welcome back to Science Fantastic with Professor Michio Kaku. If you want to get on the air, then the number to call is 612-564-8135. Okay, let's move on now, and let's take the first listener phone call. Hello, Professor Gary, listening on your website, calling from San Rafael, California. My question is about this business of an electron being in more than one place at the same time, which is something you bring up early in your quantum supremacy book. I understand it can be a particle and a wave, and when you take the measurement, you collapse the wave function down, and then it's a certain place. What I can't understand is how the infamous two-slit experiment could work with a single electron because it seems like to me like if you measured it, it would collapse and only have one point and it couldn't interfere with itself. Also, does that measurement destroy any um, entanglement that might have existed? If, uh, you later on even seem to qualify things a little bit by saying in some sense an electron can uh, be in more than one place and at the same time and that this is still a subject for debate. So if you could flesh some of this out for me, that would be awesome. Thank you very much. Well, you asked the key question, is it possible to be two places at the same time, which is one of the foundational postulates of the quantum theory? I mean, think about it for a moment. Transistors, computers, the Internet. We're talking about GPS. We're talking about the basic infrastructure of modern society. It's based on this idea. Can you be two places at the same time? And we physicists are still debating, even today, precisely what you mean. You see, there's a philosophical debate here on this question. Now, we don't debate the outcome of an experiment. The experimental outcomes of these uh, philosophical debates, we know what the outcomes are, and that's called quantum mechanics. The question is, what does it mean? So here's the problem. Let's say I have a sheet of paper with two holes on it, and I shoot a beam of electrons through the two holes. Normally we say that the electron is a wave-like object. The wave goes through both holes simultaneously, interferes with itself. So on the other side of the sheet of paper, you get a concentric circles. You don't get two dots. No, you get concentric circles, just like what you get when you take a bath. When you take a bath and you 
uh, played with the surface of the water, what do you get? An interference pattern on the surface of your bathtub. Well, that's what you get when you shoot an electron through these double holes. You get an interference pattern. So far, so good, right? Now, here's the killer. This is where physicists have basically been at each other's throats for, for over 50 years. Let's say, as the gentleman said, you take one electron, not a wave, but just one single electron, and shoot a single electron through two holes. Common sense says that one electron can only go through one hole at any given time not two holes, because it's one electron, okay? Now, when you look at the sheet of paper on the other side, you get a dot, one dot, okay? So far, so good, right? But now let's successfully shoot one electron at a time, one after the other, after the other, after the other. Each time it went through two holes, it created one dot, one dot on the other screen. Okay, that's common sense. But if you look at the pattern, the pattern of these one dots on the second screen, what do you get? Concentric circles. This is freaky. I mean, Einstein couldn't get his head around this idea. It's as if the electron knew that there was another electron on the other hole and interfered with it. So at any given time, you have one electron. One electron. There's no doubt about that. But the pattern you get is as if you had two electrons interfering with themselves. How can that be? Well, let's take a short break. And after the break, I'll give you the interpretations, two major interpretations of how you can be two places at the same time. Have you heard the warning from the dead doctors don't lie guy? I'm talking about Dr. Joel Wallach. He says if you have a four-inch medical chart, if you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol or high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, or other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. That's what he says. He has a free lecture revealing what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. And it's all in his free lecture called Deadly Recipe. You want it free? Call him toll-free at 855-79-YOUNG. You ready? 855-79-YOUNG. Dr. Joel Wallach, the dead doctors don't lie guy, says there's no reason why we shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there. Tahibo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system. And it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit ShopSuperTea.com. The first word is shop, spelled S-H-O-P, then the word super, and then the word tea. The complete website is ShopSuperTea.com, or call us at 818-984-6100, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-984-6100. 
ShopSuperTea.com. I had no idea it would destroy my life. But before it happened, I had a successful business in Austin, Texas. Everyone laughed at me when I shut that business down, but I could not ignore the wake-up call. I was volunteering on a project to get locally grown food into a school. That project was a complete failure, and I discovered that there were few local farmers, there's only four days' worth of food in the grocery stores, and everything comes 1,500 miles via a just-in-time trucking system. I lost friends and family who told me I was crazy to worry about that, but I kept at it. I'm Marjorie Wildcraft. Those of us who know what's going on in the world know you need to become self-reliant before the dollar collapses. I've created a free webinar at GCNfood.com. I can show you, like I've shown hundreds of thousands of people, how to grow lots of food, even if you have no experience, you're older, or you're out of shape. Do it now, before the stores are boarded up and food is not available at any price. Go to GCNfood.com. GCNfood.com. Brought to you by Professor Michio Kaku. This is Science Fantastic. Welcome back to Science Fantastic with Professor Michio Kaku. We're talking about the very essence of the quantum theory, which is mentioned in my book, Quantum Supremacy. What is the fundamental idea that separates the quantum theory from any other theory in all of science? And it's the idea that electrons can be two places at the same time. Now, how can that be? There are two ways of interpreting it. The first way is called the Copenhagen School. It's taught by people like Werner Heisenberg and Niels Bohr. It's what I teach. When I teach quantum mechanics, I have to give them the standard rule. And the standard rule is that before you make a measurement, the electron is in some kind of never-never land, and it's only when you make a measurement does the electron collapse to the point at which you make a measurement. So where is the electron? You're not allowed to know. You're not allowed to know where the electron is until you make a measurement. When you make a measurement, then, aha, the electron is here. But before you make a measurement, it is forbidden. It is forbidden for you to make a measurement or else the wave function collapses and you know where the electron is. Now, Einstein thought this was stupid. I mean, what? You can't measure it? And until you measure it, you don't know where it is? That's goofy, said Einstein. But hey, this is why we have lasers. This is why we have atomic bombs. This is why we have the internet. This is why you're listening to my voice. You're listening to my voice precisely because it's going through electronics. And electronics, electrons do in fact exist in two places at the same time. Okay, that's one interpretation. That's the interpretation I teach when I teach quantum mechanics. That is the standard interpretation. That the electron does exist as a wave in two possibilities simultaneously until you measure it and then it collapses to one point, and then you say, aha, that's where the electron is. Okay? That's why lasers work. That's why chemistry works. That's why your atoms work. Now, there's another interpretation. Another interpretation being promoted by, of all places, Marvel Comics and Spider-Man. The other interpretation is that the universe has split. Split into two universes. In one universe, the electron is here, 
And in the other universe, the electron is in the other place, going through the other hole. And that's why you can always see where the electron is, but the electron has split into two universes. Now, what is the experimental difference between these two ideas? The answer is nothing. They are experimentally identical because they only talk about what happens when you make a measurement. Okay? So experimentally, these two ideas are the same. But philosophically, your mind goes, your mind explodes thinking about philosophically the difference between two, these two ideas. In the first idea, the electron in some sense simultaneously can exist in all possible states until the measurement. Okay, that's a standard interpretation that I teach when I teach quantum mechanics. The electron is everywhere and nowhere. The second interpretation is no, that's stupid. How could the electron be everywhere and nowhere? How can you be two places at the same time unless the universe has split? That's called the multiverse interpretation. And of course, the multiverse is a subject of Marvel comic movies. And it is, a, it is what I teach at the end of my quantum mechanics course. First, I spoon feed my students the standard interpretation of quantum mechanics that the electron exists in multiple states at the same time until you make a measurement and then you know where the electron is. That's a standard interpretation. That's why we have lasers, transistors. That's why you're listening to my voice right now. The other interpretation is even goofier. And that is the universe has split. The universe itself exists in many multiple states. Now, which of the two philosophies do I believe in? First of all, these two philosophies give you the same answer. So there's no experimental difference between these two ideas. But philosophically, your mind explodes contemplating the multiverse. Think about it. Every single path that you might have taken in the past, perhaps you were a mass murderer. Perhaps you were a Nobel Prize laureate. Perhaps you were a billionaire. All these universes could exist someplace in the ether. Okay, well, let's take another short commercial break. You are listening to Science Fantastic. Give us a call at 612-564-8135 and you can get on 100 radio stations on the internet asking that question that's always been bothering you. Give us a call. Advertising is simple. It starts with someone who has a need. Mom! And then gets more specific. Mom, I want pizza. Then we add urgency. I want pizza tonight. Before you know it, your GCN advertising message is reaching millions of listeners. Listeners who are definitely in need. We want pizza! You see? Advertising on GCN is simple. Your message meets their need, and the result means new business for you. Tell us about your business. Then let our super creative department go to work to craft just the right message to feed those who have an urgent need. We want pizza tonight! GCN has the most affordable national radio advertising rates, period. And millions of people listen to GCN radio programs on over 1,000 AM and FM and XM stations and streaming audio live. 
Get started today with GCN, the Genesis Communications Network. Just shoot us an email, advertise at GCNlive.com. Anyone can fall victim to moving fraud. Know your rights and responsibilities. There was never really a valid contract. Movers must always give written estimates. I was bound to an estimate, but it was after the fact. Be sure that any document is complete before signing it, and that it includes information to determine the final charges. It was a version that I had not seen before. Visit protectyourmove.gov to download a free moving fraud prevention guide. Search for registered movers and view their complaint histories. Move with confidence. I had no idea it would destroy my life. But before it happened, I had a successful business in Austin, Texas. Everyone laughed at me when I shut that business down, but I could not ignore the wake-up call. I was volunteering on a project to get locally grown food into a school. That project was a complete failure, and I discovered that there were few local farmers, there's only four days' worth of food in the grocery stores, and everything comes 1,500 miles via a just-in-time trucking system. I lost friends and family who told me I was crazy to worry about that, but I kept at it. I'm Marjorie Wildcraft. Those of us who know what's going on in the world know you need to become self-reliant before the dollar collapses. I've created a free webinar at GCNfood.com. I can show you, like I've shown hundreds of thousands of people, how to grow lots of food, even if you have no experience, you're older, or you're out of shape. Do it now, before the stores are boarded up and food is not available at any price. Go to GCNfood.com gcnfood.com. As Dr. Wallach says, we all have nutrient deficiencies in our diets and must supplement with 90 essential nutrients in proper balances. At no cost or obligation, get a personal certified holistic health coach to help you develop a supplement program based on Dr. Wallach's recommendations. Call Linda at 833-VITAL-90. That number to call is 833-848-2590. That's 833-VITAL-90. This is Science Fantastic. Welcome back to Science Fantastic with Professor Michio Kaku. If you want to get on the air, if you want to have a question uh, given to uh, 100 radio stations and the Internet, give us a call. The hotline number is 612-564-8135. When you hear the beep, give your name, call letters of the radio station or the website you're listening to and the city you're calling from, and maybe your thoughts will be heard on national radio and the Internet. Okay, moving on, let's take the next listener phone call. Yes, my name is Martin Hall, and I'm calling from Lansing, Michigan, and that's 103.3 Talk Radio. And I was wondering, is Pluto considered still a planet or not? And if it isn't, does that mean we only have eight planets in our solar system? And how do scientists judge whether a planet is a planet or a star or what? So what is Pluto now? Thank you very much. Have a good day. You ask a rather embarrassing question. Because of the fact that there's no formula, there's no rigid absolute rule, there are gray areas when you start to look at celestial bodies. Now, when you take a look at our solar system, 
Our solar system has, well, rocky planets toward the center, uh, Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars. Then we have the asteroid belt of a failed planet. Then we have the gas giants, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune. And then this oddball, this oddball Pluto, which doesn't look like an ordinary planet. First of all, its, uh, it's orbit its orbit is not in the ecliptic plane. It is off the plane of the other planets. Right there, you know that something's wrong. Second of all, its neighbors are huge. Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune. They are gas giants. Huge objects, much bigger than the Earth. But Pluto is tiny. It's, you know, it's about comparable to our moon. And so it doesn't look like any of the other planets. And so we call it a Kuiper Belt object. The Kuiper Belt is the belt of debris, mainly comets, that exists outside the solar system, which uh, now ends at Neptune. And so uh, how, did you, how did the astronomers come up with this idea? Well, believe it or not, they vote on it. They have meetings of all the distinguished astronomers around the world, and there's a debate, even today, there's a debate where we have professional astronomers who say, no, that Pluto is a planet. Well, there are problems with that interpretation. In fact, all these interpretations get blurry because we're in between two sets of planets. The problem with that definition is that then there's hundreds of planets going around uh, the sun. If you allow these tiny objects like Pluto to be considered a real planet rather than a Kuiper Belt object, then you realize there are a lot of Plutos out there. In fact, Plutos that could even be bigger than our Pluto. There's lots of debris out there. These are basically comets. Comet Belt objects are comets. And so in some sense, Pluto is an overgrown comet. But there's room for debate because it depends on how you define these things. Do you define it as a planet? You do, do you define it as a Kuiper Belt object? Do you define it as a comet? It gets blurry, okay? So Mother Nature does not give you categories of objects in very nice, neat form. We're talking about gray areas, and we, we scientists, we humans, of course, like to put things in human categories, so we have the rocky planets toward the center, we have the gas giants toward the outside of the solar system, and then we have the Kuiper Belt objects way out there beyond, the, around the orbit of Pluto and beyond. That would make a very nice concrete representation of the solar system, but they're gray areas. For example, the asteroid belt. How do you categorize the asteroid belt? Is it a rocky planet or is it a gas giant? Probably it's a rocky planet, but who knows what the asteroid belt looked like billions of years ago. And so there's a gray area here due to the fact that the English language and the human mind likes to put things into very neat categories, and we vote on these things, but there's no absolute rule. There's no absolute equation. There's no mathematical statement that planets have to be exactly this or exactly that. Now, what does Newton's law say about these things? Newton's laws doesn't say anything about the consistency of these objects. It just says that these objects go in a circle around the sun or in an oval and obey certain kinds of laws. But the difference between a comet, 
a Kuiper Belt object and a planet. That is a human distinction. Human astronomers arbitrarily make that distinction. Not necessarily Mother Nature. Mother Nature didn't necessarily say, aha, this is where we draw the line. No, that's where humans begin to draw the line. Okay, and also, before we close, let me say a few more things about um, artificial intelligence and uh, the quantum theory. First of all, we have a lot of fear going around about artificial intelligence, but a lot of the fear is misguided. The fear is that the robots are going to take over. No, the robots are not going to take over anytime soon. But the media has not been totally honest about this. The real danger facing society is the question of jobs, not the question that the robots are going to take over, but it's a question of jobs and also uh, propaganda and lies, because these robots do not know right from wrong, truth or untruth. They don't know the difference between these things because they're programmed. So we have a long ways to go to educate the population. No, we're not talking about Terminator robots. We're talking about very advanced tape recorders. Tape recorders are like these AI systems that can regurgitate essays, splice them together, and sound human. No, they're not human. They're not creative. They don't know right from wrong. No, they are not rivals to humanity. Okay, well, that's it for Science Fantastic. Give us a call at 612-564-8135. Leave your name, call letters to the radio station or the website you're listening to, and where you're calling from. And maybe your thoughts will be heard across the country, across the Internet. Give us a call. February is Heart Month. And every year, Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two-month supply. In February, Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two-month supply plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health. So don't delay. Join the Extendivite family today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendivite. 